One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Happy Saturday.、Uh, also, happy day 55 of the program. A lot of time left to lose a lot of weight. I have to keep saying that over and over and over because I know the people, I know you people feel the crunch of the time that we have left. And I know that our belief system from all the diets that we have done make us feel like it's going to get harder as we go. It's more of a fight. If you haven't lost weight yet, there's no hope for you at all. And that is just so not. So not true. So not true.、Um, a lot of the beginning of this process, especially if you're new to the program, is really getting your body up to speed and working at a level where it can even just begin to focus on fat loss. You absolutely are going to reach your goal. It's just a matter of the timeline on which that's going to happen.、Uh, straight up, a lot of you are dealing with a lot of health issues, a lot of inflammation,、um, a lot of、uh, history on diets where you've lost and gained and lost and gained and lost and gained and Lost and gained.、Um, you have got to check out the New Science Saturday post on set point theory. So, first of all, it goes into the history of dieting. It talks about why calories in versus calories out doesn't, doesn't really work for maintainable weight loss.、Um, it talks about all the,、um, all the detrimental ways in which your body responds to storing excess fat and talks about set point theory, which is what we are all about around here. Your body has gotten used to, just like it's gotten used to certain portion sizes, and a lot of you are coming to recognize with this week's tweak, like, oh my goodness. You can't believe that you're taking the same portions that you were eating to satisfaction, splitting them in two, and after you eat that first portion and give your body time, you're actually not even hungry for that second portion. Now, remember, if you are hungry for that second portion, that's totally okay. You want to mindfully eat that, ask yourself four questions, eat just enough so that when you're walking away, you're feeling satisfied and you're not feeling stuffed.、Um, but just like your body gets used to consuming certain portions, your body gets used to functioning on a certain level where your body has adjusted everything. Around that, your blood flow, your metabolism, your hormones, your body temperature, all of that. And so that's why when you force your body to burn fat, you're going to lose the weight. But this is why your body stores it all back plus more to get back to that set point. And this is why this process can be so freaking frustrating because what we're doing is systematically lowering your set point. And that's why you have got to be patient. That's why you have got to embrace plateaus. Plateaus are your body adjusting to the weight that you have lost. And making your new weight your new norm. And even just getting your body to first lower that set point in all the healthiest ways that we're doing on program and plan can be harder for some than it is for others. And that's why you hear so many people not losing till week seven, week eight, week nine on the program. It's not until the back end of the program. I can only imagine how frustrating it is if the scale isn't moving for you or you haven't lost a lot of weight. But hang in there. You have to understand with everything that we're doing here, this is your ticket to sustainable. Maintainable weight loss. It's really about helping the body address its needs and helping the body work at the most optimal levels. There's just kind of no way around this kind of process. Yeah, you could go back and do those shitty diets and starve yourself again and see your weight come back down again, and that will only stay like that for a hot second before you gain it all back. Plus, more every single time. And every time you do that, it makes it harder and harder and harder for you to lose weight, which means you have to eat less and less and less and exercise more and more 
and more. And then eventually you're going to get to a point where how much, you know, more can you exercise? How much less can you eat? And you can't lose weight. And then that's where I was at, where I was not only not losing weight, I was actually starting to gain weight because I wasn't eating enough. Um, let me also just talk about that as well. Although we are all about being in tune to those portions, you want to make sure that you're eating um, enough food. Not eating enough food with this process can be real detrimental because it's really all about giving the body what, what it needs. And what's really come to light in the conversation of separating your proteins from fats when you're taking them, feeding the metabolism to the next level is how many people are not having any carbs. We've had so many people say to us, I'm not even eating any carbs. And I'm just like, what the fucking hell is happening? Excuse my language, but I'm just like, first of all, carbs are vegetables. Carbs are fruits, carbs are in grains, carbs are in naturally occurring in things like beans. Like you really should really take a look at that grocery list and that proteins, carbs, and fats list that outline all the different carbs and proteins and fats on program and plan. Um, but the only carbs that we are suggesting that you avoid is bread and pasta. And, you know, crackers, really, but bread and pasta, because those are one processed foods. They're not nutrient rich. They don't do a lot for our body. But if you are forcing yourself to eat salads every lunch, every dinner, and you're struggling with the scale, that could very well be why. Um, carbs are not bad. You need carbs. Carbs break down and, and, and replenish your glycogen stores and give your body energy. Yes, fat gives your body energy too. It's a different kind of sustaining energy. Um, but you want carbs. You need carbs. And you absolutely should be adding them in. And if you've been struggling with the scale, you know, and you're not adding in rices and quinoas and potatoes and, you know, root vegetables and those things, if and when when you need them and it's not like you can't have them you absolutely can have them at breakfast you know you just want to put the focus more on the higher protein and make sure that's the star of the show and for lunch um, you know if you're gonna have those heavier carbs that's the place to have them because once you eat them you're gonna be utilizing your energy all day long it's really at dinner when you're eating and then all you're doing after is going to bed that they're really not needed and that's where we're trying to minimize those but we've also said add them in if you need them it's just the best time for them really is at lunch. So just a heads up on that because that's something that always comes to light whenever we're feeding the metabolism. Um, I love where you guys are at with your portions and really understanding, um, you know, this week's tweak. I love that. And that you're having more fun with it than you thought because I know it can be unnerving because it brings up a lot of feels. All right. I want to get right into your questions today um, because I don't have a lot of time. Where are my... Oh, where are they? Where are my questions? Where'd they go? Where'd they go? Where'd they go? Um, I guess my questions aren't popping up or maybe because I didn't log into my phone. Where are we? Are you guys asking any questions? Is there anyone here? Hello, hello. Um, there we go. Hi, Joy. Good morning. Hoping some insight on a situation. My three girlfriends are trying to navigate. Okay. One of us is really festering in her funk and lashing out to the rest of us trying to encourage her. She, okay, let me read this. Um, let me just, something weird's happening. So let me just click on this, see if I can get it. Okay. My iPad's being weird today. Sorry, bear with me here. Uh, good morning. Hoping some insight on a situation. My three girlfriends and I are trying to navigate. One of us is really festering in her funk and lashing out to the rest of us trying to encourage her. She is she is being especially hurtful to my friend who is near her goal. The other are super pumped for her and she is my inspiration and a beacon of, a beacon of hope. I hope we do not let the negativity from one derail. How do we not let the negativity from one derail others? Okay. Um... Okay. Uh, yeah. So when you lose weight, 
people say the weirdest stuff when it comes to dieting. I think because it's so personal, I really don't understand why. People feel like they can say anything and everything when it comes to weight loss in general. So you'll have a lot of people saying to you, oh my God, like, you know, don't lose any more weight. You know, you just don't lose any more weight. Meanwhile, like you've got a good 20, 30 pounds to lose, right? You're like, what are you talking about? I got lots of weight to lose here. You know, have to understand there's a couple things. They could be, you know, first of all, most of the times when they say don't lose any more weight, my interpretation is please don't lose any more weight because it's really pissing me off off that you're losing weight and I want to lose weight and maybe I'm not doing the things that I need to do and I don't like watching you being successful at what you're doing. Um, a lot of times people be like, you know, um, oh, please don't lose any more weight. Like you look great the way you are. Sometimes they come at you like that because they only know dieting and, you know, dieting as we know is just really not great. You know, the, the typical starve yourself, deprive yourself. And maybe they just don't want you to go through that. And, you know, like this is usually loved ones. They, they love you. They care about you. They think you look amazing just the way that you are and they wouldn't want you doing the things that you know people typically do when it comes to dieting so some people mean really well and it's just out of love other people they just really can't control um, their own issues and you know when you're losing weight you're kind of a you know when everyone anytime anyone says anything to you and it bothers you it's not about them it's about you. Like someone should be able to say whatever they want to you and it not even bother you. Um, it's only bothering you because you have an issue with it. There's something about what they're saying that's bugging you. And at the end of the day, that's your issue, right? Um, like for example, someone can say something really hurtful to you in another language. If you don't understand what they're saying, it doesn't mean anything to you because you're not taking their words and internalizing it. So we're really just mirrors and messages for messengers for other people, right? Don't shoot the messenger kind of thing. Um, you know, your friend could be lashing out because she feels really comfortable with you. She loves you. She feels supported by you. It's kind of when we treat the people close to us the worst because we know that we can. It's like our teenage kids. They, they say shitty things to us. They treat us really horribly because they know that they can. You know, they're, they're, they're maybe unable to verbalize how they're feeling. So they're taking it out on other people who, who they know that's a safe place. Um, this process, finally and forever, it's like, it's, it brings up a lot of feels, a lot of issues, a lot of associations. And because you have to constantly keep your energy directed at yourself, it makes you deal with your own shit. And that can be not fun for a lot of people. Um, so when you have a situation like this, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like uncomfortable conversations, right? A lot of people don't want to have uncomfortable conversations. We, you have to have uncomfortable conversations in order to move forward. I had to, had, Tony and I had to have a very uncomfortable conversation with one of our kids last night. It was not fun for us. It was not fun for her, but it needed to be said. And it, you know, and that was the conversation. Like, look at, this is a really uncomfortable conversation but we love you. We want the best for you. And you know, in that we also owned our said, we're not perfect. We're learning how to, should we have said something earlier? Should we, should we have managed the situation? Definitely. Probably. And so we sort of owned our part in it. She owned her part in it. And we had this conversation that was really uncomfortable. There's tears and there's just like, you know, just icky feelings. And at the end of it, we all just felt like it moved us forward, you know, and it, it took a situation that we didn't know how to manage. And now we feel like we're going 
going to be able to overcome and move forward from it. And, you know, that's sort of, you know, just the art of communication, which I think a lot of people have really lost um, that just real honest conversation. Um, what, what seems to be happening is your friend is struggling. And so, you know, you're giving her support, right? Maybe she just needs some straight talking, you know, like here, like I'm not going to help anybody if I'm just blowing smoke and be raw, raw, sis, ball. I know I can come off as a hard ass, but honestly, it's out of love because, you know, like I, I set the bar really high, but I know people are going to look for wiggle room and loopholes and all of that. And if I give them to them, they're going to take them. And then I know it's going to happen at the end. They're, they're not going to have capitalized on this process in the way that they um, probably in hindsight would have wanted to. And, you know, so a real, real talk, you know, like I don't, I don't, like I said, I'm not a big blow, blow and smoke, you know, um, you know, it's about having real conversations and I'm not afraid to have real conversations, even with my guests, like, you know, Dr. Paul and I, we may have differences of opinions and, you know, there's a lot of things that are said out there and I want to just make sure we're having real honest conversations with this whole process. So having real conversations with your girlfriend about that and just being like, why do you seem so upset? Like, why are you not happy you know, why are you not happy? You know, so-and-so lost their weight. They're getting close to your goal. Like I recognize you're struggling. Um, you know that I'm sure that's hard for you. Um, but the fact that she's being successful should be like, I can take this whole group. There's so many people who are like, you know, this isn't working and so, so upset. And, you know, we want to help them, but they, we can't help them if they don't give us anything to go by. They just come in and I'm so frustrated. This isn't working. And I'll go back and look at their history and not once have they asked a question that's, that's, that can help us help them. They just want to be mad. And a lot of people want to be mad. A lot of people want to be mad about what they've been through. They want to be mad about the diets they've done. They, they're mad that they're fucking back here again trying to do this when they've spent all this time and energy and money, right? But to me, I'm like, isn't it so exciting that people are being successful? And this is why with our, our Livy Loser Spotlights and our Spill the Tea, we don't bring on people that are like, oh my God, it was so easy for me. You know what I mean? No. We bring on people that the struggle bus sat outside of their house. We have people on our own team who've done like six programs before they we're finally successful. Are we embarrassed by that? No, we're empowered by that because those are real stories from real people, you know? So I'm always like, can't people be inspired and see the possibilities? Like if they can do it, you can do it. But some people just can't, they don't have the, the, the wherewithal to see that because they're just struggling in, in their own, with their own belief system, right? So to me, it's like, if your friend is doing really well, you can all do really well. You know, if you're human and you have a body, this program and process will work for you. It's just all about the timeline, you know? Um, and sometimes people have to straight up own their shit. Your friend who's losing, you know, maybe they're not snacking at night and maybe they're always asking those four questions and maybe they're pulling out that maximizing post every day and maybe they're doing kind of all the things where your friend is struggling is not doing all the things and she knows that and she's kind of feeling that and when you see the friend who's doing it it's just like well fuck you know like so don't be too hard on your friend this is a very um it's a it's a hard it's a it's a real struggle for some people we talk about that struggle bus all the time it's work man and it's hard work and a lot of people are really working through a lot of deep deep shit that goes back some people are dealing with stuff that goes back to when they're kids you know and it's a lot of unraveling to do a lot of rewiring and reworking to do physically and all that mental stuff so kind of have a lot of empathy and sympathy for what even if they're being the biggest fucking asshole on the planet i think that you can say anything as long as you say it with love that's the thing. So, you know, before you say anything to your friend, 
deep breaths, right? You love this person and say it with love and just say, Hey, you know, can I talk to you about something like, you know, I'm so proud of the, you know, you're, you're showing up and you're clearly struggling and you know, it's just like, you know, we're here for you. Let's talk about this. Like, how can we better support you? Like, you know, you seem to be, you know, really giving our friends so-and-so the gears, like that's kind of not fair. Like they're just showing up and doing the best that they can. And it's just like any job. It's like, if you guys were all going for the same job, right? All going for the same job. I, I'm in television. So a lot of us back in the day, we'd go for the same jobs, right? And if someone got it, yeah, you'd be fucking fucked, man. I really wanted that job. But would you also be happy for that other person who got your friend who got it? Like, yeah, you're really happy for them. You know, that's happened to me so many times in the television industry. I'd go for a job and then someone I knew got the job. And, you know, yeah, I fucking hate them in the moment. <laughs> I'm pissed. But then I also am, like, really happy for them. And But that's a skill, man. That's, a, that's kind of a skill where you got to you know, to be happy for somebody and then also to simultaneously recognize it's okay for me to have way to feel ways about it, you know? Um, so you can say anything with love. Like I, I, I'm a, I think your friend deserves you guys having a conversation because you might be surprised by the conversation that you get back and they might really be struggling and might really appreciate that. And if they're just straight up an asshole after you come to them with love, then maybe they're just an asshole. Like there's that too. There's that too. I, I had a real situation with a couple of my friends and you know, I just was really struggling with things I wanted to say with them. And every time I felt like having a conversation, like felt the energy of that, I just recognized it just wasn't going to go where I wanted it to go. And they weren't going to really hear what I wanted to hear. And, you know, I, I, I tried it and it didn't go. I made an effort to say it with love and to explain to them, you know, why what was happening wasn't working for me anymore and the way they were speaking to me and treating me. And I really wanted them to see, like, I'd, I've really evolved and gone through a lot and really worked hard to change. And they were still treating me in a way that, you know, I kind of messed things up with my marriage and my life. And I was struggling and at a time where they were very successful. And I wanted them to see me for all the hard work I put into myself and the changes. And it just didn't go well. And I am so happy that they're not in my life anymore. Like, I just, I don't know why I kept them in my life as long as I did. I'm not saying go ditch your friend, obviously not, but sometimes, you know, people are changing and they're evolving and it might not have anything to do with weight loss. It might have to do with your, your friendship and that maybe your, what worked for you as a friendship before is no longer working as a friendship now. And the same goes with your friend. Maybe the relationship they had with you, you know, worked you know, people come into your life for a certain reason. They also go for a certain reason as well, you know. So I, this is really, this is a this is a real conversation. This is, we're going to talk more and more about this. Why I'm spending so much time on this. More and more about this because as you change and evolve, and we're in the pursuit of change here, physically, mentally, we're trying to get to a place where we get to rewire our whole lives and get to a place where we're calm about foods and never have to worry about losing weight again and just building confidence and getting to really know ourselves better and live our best lives. And that, is the pursuit of change and you are changing and evolving and it won't be easy for the people around you some people straight up won't be able to handle it they won't like it and then other people you'll be surprised you'll draw new people into your lives who are attracted to this new energy that you're putting out there you know um, but people do say the weirdest shit you you know you can lose 60 pounds and have a friend not say nothing that's weird and awkward um, you know or you can lose 60 pounds in all the healthiest ways and your friends is like oh my god you've lost so much weight you look so great and you're like yeah I'm doing this really great program and they're like 
like, you should come do keto with me. And you're like, what? I just told you I'm doing this great program. I've never felt better. Why would I want to do keto? No, totally not respecting what I'm doing. You know, or the don't lose any more weight. Are you being healthy? Oh my God, are you okay? And you're like, I've never felt better in my life. I, why can't you see that? Why can't you be happy for me? Then there's people, food, come on, you got to eat. You're not eating. Like just people say the weirdest stuff. It changes dynamics in friendships. It does. Because for example, and this may be what's happening. For example, if you, if you know, the person who's now lost their weight used to be the fat friend of the group. That means someone else has got to step up and be the fat friend for lack of a better word. And that changes dynamics because we're constantly, um, you know, uh, uh, subconsciously measuring ourselves up to people. We just do it naturally, um, just through observation, not judgment, just through observation. So if, you know, if, if maybe you guys used to be the fatter friends and now she hasn't lost the weight and now she's the bigger friend, that can really fuck with people's minds, you know, and that can be really difficult. Um, relationships, you know, it can mess with relationships in a sense. We have one person really striving to live their best self and really losing and doing all these things. And then you have the other spouse is just like, oh my God, why are you changing? I love you the way that you are. I didn't ask you to change. I don't want you to change. Like, don't change. Meanwhile, like you want to change and you love the change and you're working hard for change. And you know, it's hard for them to handle your change. I always use that butterfly, right? When they're like, you know, the caterpillar looks at the butterfly, you know, you've changed and the butterfly's like, yeah, we're supposed to, you know? So this is a lot. I, I don't know if that helped at all. Um, you know, it's, it's like, there's no right way or wrong way to handle this, but I just know that if your intention is good and you say things with love, that's honestly the best that you can do. That's the best that you can do. And, and I do believe in uncomfortable conversations because that's how we learn and we evolve. You know what I mean? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Can't wait to read Science Saturday today. I struggled yesterday, last night, and got into the chips. Yeah, Carol, that happens. You know, sometimes we're eating chips for breakfast. Sometimes we're crushing the program. I love that you're back at it today. I love that you're owning that too, right? Even if I hadn't read this, you just put that out there. I ate the chips. I did the things. That's why I love the end of day reflections. You know, it's not about calling yourself out. It's about, you know, owning it. Um, but also, you know, just kind of recognizing it's not the end of the world when you eat some chips and back at it. And if anything, there's something to be learned from that. The Science Saturday post this week is just so good. It's long. It's extensive. It's sciencey. But Sasha, honestly, and if you have, if you've been struggling with your weight and you're not reading the Science Saturday post, you're really missing out on some real insight, insightful information just about the body in general and how it responds. And honestly, you're going to find so much hope and understanding in those Science Saturday posts. They're long. Grab a coffee. Get comfortable. You know, definitely read them over. Um, it, they take time to go through, but man, so insightful. Honestly, so insightful. Hi, Carolyn. After the decisions, after the discussions about carbs, I realized I hadn't been having any heavier carbs for a few weeks. Started mindfully adding them in at lunch, and scale is really moving this week. Yeah, and can I just add to that? Because what happens is 
It's like that diet mentality creeps in less and less and less and less and be more restrictive. And, you know, we go from nutrient rich and eating these foods and adding them into like, oh my God, we're running out of time. And in order to, for me to reach the goal that I need to reach, a lot of times people start pulling in those old diet principles, right? So if we're getting even more into a, in tune to our portions, if I just purposely eat less, you know, that's going to get me ahead. You know, if we're supposed to leave ourselves feeling satisfied, if I'm less than satisfied, like we did in downsizing, that will make the scale move faster, you know? And honestly, if there was a quicker, faster, more effective way to move the dial on that scale, I would be letting you know, this is it. This is it. Like, I didn't just like wake up one day and design this program. This is after like, and this isn't like a toot toot. I know everything. I don't fucking know everything. And I, I can't save everyone. And that's not a place where I'm coming from, but I have learned a lot. Like I really learned a lot, um, working hands on with people like 30 years, you know, helping people individually, you know, helping corporations, helping sports teams, helping, you know, helping anyone and everyone lose weight. Like it's a lot of pressure when people are paying you money and then you, and a lot of money, my personal client business was not cheap. It was a lot of money that people were paying and I was putting a lot of time and energy into helping them. And when people are paying you to lose weight and they know you and they know where you live and how to find you, do you know what I mean? There's a lot of, there's a lot at stake with that. And I really had to dig deep and really investigate and figure out and really know my shit to be able to help people, you know, and I really come to realize not only what works, more importantly, what doesn't work. And so if your mentality is like less and less and less, you're falling back into those diet principles, read that Science Saturday post, because it talks about calories in versus calories out. No one is saying calories in versus calories out doesn't work for weight loss. It just doesn't work for weight loss that you can maintain. That's the whole thing. Or weight loss that actually helps you get healthy. Or weight loss that actually helps you address your health issues. Do you know what I mean? Or weight loss that helps you work through all the shit in your head that you need to work through, you know? Um, it's a lot. It's a lot, you know? So I, I, I love hearing that. And this is what it's about. And sometimes, like, sometimes we get stuck in our own diet mentality. And this is why it's such a great idea to review that maximizing post, you know? Review that hunger video. Like, really read that tweak, you know, over and over and ask as many questions as you need. Like no one is going to say to you, that's a silly question or why didn't you ask this then? Or, you know, we are happy to, we are here. So here for you. That's the thing where we want to help you figure it out. Right. That's the thing. Um, you know, and sometimes I'll do things like I'll, I'll ask the person writes a big long thing and then I'll try to help them and I'll be like, okay, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about that? Like questions that can really help them. And then they hit me back and don't even answer the questions. Right. And a lot of times people don't want to be self-reflective. They don't really want to own what they're doing and they're not doing. They just want to know that they're trying hard and this is going to work for them. But it, and it will, but a lot of times there's things that you might be missing, things that you might be doing that are kind of, you know, getting in the way. You're getting in the way of your own process, you know, and that happens a lot. So it's a great idea to review that. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Uh, I'm so excited about what I'm learning from this process. Last group was all about studying the food plan and doing all the things I could and noticed how my body reacted and responding, including the Excel spreadsheets. I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true. The first time, it's real shock and awe with the program. Second time around, real that mental piece. This program, I have space to be so curious about the changes in my thinking about myself, food, and why I do the things I do. I just love the growth that has come from it all. It has affected every aspect of my life. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, keeping, just forget about the program. 
just showing up for yourself every day and keeping your energy directed at yourself and prioritizing yourself and being aware of yourself, it puts you in tune with everything. What to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, but also puts you in tune with everything across the board in life. What works for you, what doesn't work for you. Um, you know, certain situations, certain friendships, certain relationships, work environments, like you really get, and that's like that confidence, really, really that mind-body connection really helps you understand everything about yourself, your intuition, trusting your gut, you know, like it's just, it's so cool. You know, in the beginning, we always get people who signed out and they're like, I don't understand if the program works so well, why are people coming back time and time again? You know, and I'm just like, oh my God, first of all, some of us can't lose. Some of us aren't here to lose five pounds. Some of us have to, you know, there are also people here. And that's the thing too, you know, when people are losing big numbers, I think a lot of people lose sight that when people are losing big numbers, it's not that you're doing anything wrong. It's just that they probably have a lot of weight to lose. 100, 200, 300. 300 pounds. Not everybody is here to lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds, you know? So I think sometimes when we see like, oh, I've hit my 20 pounds, my 30 pounds, oh, I've lost 40 pounds, you know, at this point in the program, people are like, oh my God, I've only lost five. Like, what am I doing wrong? And not really understanding that, you know, people who are losing big weight like that probably have a lot of weight to lose. There are people who have hundreds of pounds to lose around here, you know? But with this program, there's just so much to be learned each time. Like, there's no downside into showing up for yourself being in tune with yourself, giving your body healthy, nutrient-rich foods, like maximizing your efforts, managing your stress, getting better sleep, you know, checking in with your doctor, you know, would be it like physical, mental, all of that, you know, there's so many benefits in this, in this, in this process. Like we lost a side, man. We lost a side. Everyone should do a program like this just to reconnect with themselves, help their body get as healthy as possible. But yeah, so I find the first time around real physical experience, second time around real mental experience. I love that you're getting that third time around around real mind body connection right and then from there it's just leveling up and then working through some deep deep shit man because you're just working so, like it's like you're peeling shit away by layers and layers and layers and then you peel one layer away and that's the thing like things don't come up for you at, at a time that you can't like you know god doesn't throw anything at you that you can't handle you know, and these things are coming up for a reason because they're be, they need to be dealt with. And that's the thing. They bubble up to the surface and you deal with them and then you unravel that next layer and then more things bubble up to the surface and then you deal with them. So the first time around is just real physical, you know, just like the physical stuff that's happening. And then from there, it's like, just like, it's really just like, you know, peeling away these layers, you know, and dealing with the stuff you need to deal with and then keep showing up on a daily basis. And it's frigging amazing what you can accomplish physically and mentally with the process. So I love hearing about that. I got to get going, you guys. I don't have a lot of time. I'm, I'm heading to, um, I'm heading to see my family, uh, in Lakefield. We have this big, uh, family event that's been going on for 40 years and this might be the last year. It's been going on for 40 years. Um, it's a Frisbee thing. It's like Frisbee where you knock beer bottles off the pegs. Anyway, it's the family game. I, it's like one of those, you have to go kind of, um, things. And we haven't been able to go the last couple of years. And I just cannot wait. I'm so excited to see my family. My kids haven't seen some of my family in like three, two or three years. Like, and my son has grown from like this tall, like this tall, like, um, so I just, I just can't wait. Um, but we got a bit of a drive and I have to be there by one in order to register and play the game. So I gotta, I gotta get going. Um, but I want to get through a couple more of these. We've had some good conversations today, man. Some really good conversations today. Um, when taking the calm magnesium citrate, I hesitate before drinking. The taste is really not my jam. Yeah, you should see me take it. I'm like, eh. I'm pouring it in and I'm like, eh, and I'm like, eh, and I'm like, eh, and I'm like, eh. That's how it goes for me every night. 
<laughs> every every day. It's not something I look forward to. It's not something I love doing at all. Um, taste is really not my jam. Plus, you do drink while it's still foaming or doesn't matter. I wait till mine calms down. I let it foam up. I let it I calm down. Sometimes I drink it cold. That's how much I procrastinate drinking it is like I've poured it beside and it's beside my bed. And then I'm like, eh, and then it's cold. And I just literally like, and then I'm just chase it with water and I'm done. Just with water and I'm done. But I had to unplug your phone because I needed it for my thing. Um, try to squeeze orange into drink to taste better, to avoid sweetener. Thanks, everyone. Seriously, you have so many pearls and absolutely rock. Yeah, probably, I, I, you know, do the shot thing, right? Like, mix as little bit of water as you possibly can. Let it fizz up. Let it sit. And then shoot it back and drink it with water. But some of the things, some of the things we do on program, remember, nothing is forever. Um, I, I'm taking my magnesium because I just don't absorb it well and I, I need to keep up with it. Um, you know, but you can always switch once you, it is great. The magnesium citrate is really beneficial with the program. But once you're done with the program, if you want to load up those magnesium levels, the bisglycinate is really, really good. And that can help, help facilitate sleep as well. So if you really can't do the calm, um, the citrate, um, then try the, 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 the bis, this bisglycinate because that's a good one as well. Um, but a lot of things on program and plan, we're not going to like, we're not going to love, but you've got to remember nothing is forever. Everything we're doing is for a rhyme and a reason and a means to an end. I got to go. I don't want to leave this conversation. I absolutely want to stick around, but my son's coming down to get me. Tony's coming to get me. They're giving me the eyes. I got to get going. Thanks for everyone who asked the question. Please do not stop. I know I didn't get to a lot of your questions. Um, pop them over on the question the they page. The team will answer them there, but there's a lot of engagement that happens, you know, in the conversation that you guys are having and the questions that you're asking behind the scenes, which is also of so much value. So I hope you really appreciate that. Remember that we turn uh, these lives over into a podcast. Um, so they'll be available later today for you to listen or to catch up on any of them after the fact, along with our guest segments. What did we do on Thursday? We had that amazing segment with um, Michelle Pfeiffer. We have, a lot of you might want to share that. Any of the guest segments you can share from our, our podcast. Michelle's, we though, because it's a visual segment, we popped it over on our YouTube page as well. And we've added the link. Some great segments this week. Um, some great posts. Samantha Gilmore started this off with our Livy Loser Spotlight on Monday. Um, Christy Williams spilled the tea on Tuesday. Michelle with like, even if like, listen, if you, even if you can't get your hands on sprouted love, you can use hemp hearts and, and chia seeds and just real kind of lesson and easy peasy breakfast, great ideas, honestly, and how to make them nutrient rich. So be sure to check that out. And of course that science Saturday post from today. Have an amazing day, everyone. Have an amazing weekend. Tomorrow we're going to post the guidelines for week eight. Um, we have a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight and more of the same. We're just kind of repeating the process. Another opportunity to just kind of hit that hard next week. So read that over. Let us know if you have any questions. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you later. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.